unaltered. There is magic in the mundane, bliss in the banal. The day is your dharma. I'm your host, Amaryllis, Ayurvedic health counselor, yogini, and Akashic Records reader. And this is your life, Altered. Welcome back to the podcast. It has been a couple of weeks and I just wanted to say I ended up getting super sick. So, you know, the 222 portal was incredible. It was a very special and very magical, potent day. I spent a lot of time in meditation, um, doing my kundalini yoga practice, um, just all the things. And the next day I ended up getting really sick. It was just this perfect storm of things happening and my daughter ended up sick and coming over to the house and I got sick. So I have been out of it, completely out of it for a while now. Um, I had a fever for several days and even as I've come out of the fever, I'm noticing that there's still um, an exhaustion that I I I sleep for nine, ten hours a night, solid sleep, and I still have to take little naps during the day. Um, still feel very exhausted, so it definitely took me down. Even now, I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but there's a lot of congestion, and so I. Um, I didn't want to get on the podcast too soon because the congestion was so bad, but it's better now, but I understand it's uh, it's still not a good sound. So I, I'm going to keep this episode pretty short. I'll be back again on Thursday. Uh, hopefully things will be clearer. But for today, I wanted to say I was blown away by how many people downloaded the last episode, which was the meditation for the 22222 portal. So it was a guided visualization on receiving. And I don't even know how so many people found it. I mean, obviously I have a small following, um, a small number of listeners, but the amount of people that downloaded this episode went so far above and beyond that I I can only assume that people were searching for this and that people really wanted that kind of portal, something special and unique for the portal. I was blown away and so, so happy that it landed in the ears and consciousnesses of so many people. And, you know, just what a gift, what a gift. I wanted to say that, you know, that particular episode with the meditation and the visualization, it's not just for the 222 portal. You can use that same um, visualization of receiving on the new moon. And so I'd posted about that on Instagram, but I just wanted to speak it here. You can use that every single new moon um, to call in that which you're wanting and desiring. And just a little side note, if you are doing it for the new moon, make sure that you do it when the moon is not completely dark. So you look at the time of the new moon for your time zone and exactly when the dark of the moon hits. 
and then you can do it a little after that, you know, even on the same day, but just make sure that it's after that time because you don't want um, what you're calling in to just kind of go into that void. You want things to start to be growing. And so that's why you pay attention to the time and um, so that you're not doing it right before the new moon or right at the darkest of the moon. All right, so please enjoy this meditation onward every new moon if you wish. It's it's here for you. It's meant to serve you. And if you get any results from it, please let me know. I would love to hear. So looking ahead, I, I did get sick. Um, I'm going to have to redo my spring cleanse. I was uh, just starting my spring cleanse when I got sick and I got, you know, a couple of days in before I realized, yep, I'm really, really sick and I have to stop this. So, uh, I'm going to have to replan that and do it another time, but that's okay. You know, it's still really early in the season. Also, my birthday is this Thursday. I'm so excited. Um, this is actually going to be the first birthday in several years where I'm not doing my cleanse over the birthday. So I'm actually going to get to celebrate in a whole different way. So usually I end up giving my daughter, like I buy a cake and I give it to her, um, like a small little personal cake. And, um, so she gets to enjoy my birthday, <laughs> but this year I am going to go out to my favorite restaurant. I'm going to do it up because I'm not in the cleanse and you know, that had to be stopped because of me being so sick, but I'm going to take it as a blessing and I'm going to live it up in a different way this year. I will be turning 44. I am a double Pisces and um, I'm just, I'm really excited for this next solar return. And so the podcast that I'm planning to do this later this week is Lessons Learned as I hit 44. So stay tuned for that later this week. And also wanted to just remind you especially if you're new to the podcast, that I now have a way to support the podcast. If you've been listening and you've been finding value and inspiration, education, insight, you can now support the podcast. There are links below and you can give a monetary donation to help support the podcast because obviously there aren't any advertisers. So there's PayPal and Venmo links if you would just like to say thank you and I support the podcast. Follow the links below that are in the show notes. I deeply appreciate it. Okay, on to this episode. I'm going to keep this super short. I wanted to talk about something that comes up from time to time that a lot of people don't think about when they're working with their helping spirits and spirit guides. Sometimes there's this belief that, you know, we know and understand that we have support and help all around us, that we're never really alone, you know, however you see it or feel it, whether it's animal, helping spirits, angelic guides, 
you know, there's this idea that we aren't alone, that they're here for us and supporting us and giving guidance along the way. But a challenge is that we think because they're around us and they're here supporting us, that they just know how to help and support without us asking or saying anything, that they just know. And because they just know that they just come in and help or guide or redirect or support that, you know, they just know. And so they just do and support and guide in ways that they can see we need help. So this, it it doesn't actually work this way. Yes, we have the support all around us, but we are beings of free will. We always get to choose. We choose so much in our life because it's our place as human beings to make the decisions for ourselves. And, you know, that's, that's our free will. Because we are sovereign beings with free will, helping spirits and guides cannot just come in and decide for us or um, guide us into something that we haven't asked for or asked for assistance with. They can't just observe and decide what we need and then uh, lead us into it. They don't get to make those decisions. They don't make that call for us. It's a law of non-intervention. They can't just come in and override our free will. So we can't make the assumption that, oh, you know, I have all this support and they see and they get it. And so they'll just help me as I move through my life. No, they can't intervene unless you ask. This is the number one understanding that must be at front and center when you are working with your guides and support is that you have to ask for help and support. Otherwise, they don't intervene because it's not their place to. It's not their place to just come in and um, kind of do the things, support in ways. If you haven't asked for that help, you have to ask. So for a lot of people, that inadvertently ends up looking like prayer. When people are saying their prayers, they're asking for certain things. And that's most people's inroad. But it doesn't just have to come through prayer. Anytime you're needing some sort of insight, guidance, clarity, support, you ask for it. Not just, I'm struggling, you know, don't, don't have it running in the back of your head that, well, because you're struggling, your guides just must know, duh, it's obvious. I mean, look how much you're struggling and suffering. They should just know and help. Nope. You ask, you make it clear as day. I'm really struggling with such and such, and I'm really looking for guidance or clarity or help or support in such and such. Please help me. 
You ask and it is given. You don't have to um, beg for it. Um, asking also isn't in the form of like complaining and whining. That That's not asking. Your ask is a sincere ask for help from the heart. And then it is given. Otherwise, you might find yourself in um, staying in a certain place and you're like, why isn't help coming? Like, why? Why don't I get it? Why do I feel like I'm not um, supported in this? Uh, well, have you asked for help? Have you blatantly asked for help? Because until that point, your guides, your support can't override your free will. And so you asking for the help, the support, the clarity, the guidance says, okay, she, he open to it. Let's give that clarity. So then you're open to receiving it. And I'll just say, even beyond that, as a sovereign being, you don't have to follow that guidance. How many times have you not listened to your intuition? You kind of heard a voice, you knew something, you disregarded it, and then looking back, you think to yourself, oh, yep, I knew that. I, I knew it then, and I just did it anyways, and yeah, now I know, I know better. Because you knew you were given insight, but still, because you're this sovereign being and you have the free will, you don't have to act on it or follow through on it. You can choose to listen to it or not. You know, that's up to you. It's the beautiful part about being a human is, you know, it's, it's up to us. We have that free will. So I wanted to make it abundantly clear that if you have been in a place where you feel that you're really struggling or that you've been stuck and you're wondering why things haven't cleared up, why things haven't eased up or, you know, why you don't have, um, the support from the other side, from the other realms that you wish that you did, maybe consider, have I actually asked for it? Have I been blatant and clear as a sovereign being that I want the help and the support and the guidance? And another little point about this is that I wouldn't say it in my head. Usually when we're thinking about people that are praying, they're speaking out loud. And there's a power to that. Because it gets it out of your own mind, out of your own head, and kind of the loops that it does, this circuitous path of just like running, 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 running. Instead, it makes it a conscious and aware act. You're speaking what you're wanting and needing and that making that ask from your solar plexus and the diaphragm and moving it up through the heart, then moving it up through the throat and your throat chakra, and then speaking it 
into the world as a vibration. So it comes up and out from you. And it's, it's a powerful vibration when you do this, when you ask and speak it out loud from your own self to reverberate into the world. I think that's the beauty of prayer because I'm always thinking, you know, children uh, kneeling by their bedside, saying prayers aloud. I think there's absolutely a power and a potency to this. I know there's a lot going on in the world. And I get that there's a lot going on within each individual and lives have been shifting and changing for the past couple of years. And I wanted to offer this little nugget of working with your helping spirits and guides as a way to boost your support if it's something that you haven't been doing and haven't put into practice of asking for help, asking out loud, and then receiving. Many blessings to you all. I will be back later this week hopefully with a uh, clear sinus situation and coming to you from 44. Remember that spirit guides but never decides. How will you choose this hour, this day, this week at the altar of your life? Thank you so much for listening. If you feel called, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, and share it. Also, connect with me and discover more on Instagram at Amaryllis underscore Fernandez. Until next time.